0: Hey Rob, what do you think of our funky new Football in Berkshire branding? They're great, Tom. Who's made them? They've been created by friend of FIB, Ellis Woods, who runs his own creative agency, Flare Media. He's heavily involved in grassroots football and kindly sponsors this very podcast. That's great. What else do they do? Well, it's funny you should say that, Rob. Ellis offers affordable digital marketing, digital and print branding like logos, banners, flyers and business cards, as well as website content creation and management. Go and have a look at flairmedia.online and tell LS we send you. Hello and welcome to Berkshire Football Stories with Tom Canning and Rob Davis, a podcast that aims to dig deep into the history of the non-league and grassroots game across the county. we are working across Berkshire from Bracknell to Bradfield and Maidenhead to Midgham for the stories, the quirky moments and all the best that our local game has to offer. I'd like to introduce my co-podder, Rob Davis, who will be charting the various points of interest along the M4 corridor with me. Hello, Rob. Hi, Tom. Um, we are at the end of our little rainbow, Rob.
1: We are. Yeah, it's been emotional. It but, has. Uh, it's been fun. You've been, it coming has, in yeah. to, you've
0: been coming in to see me here in my little work office for ten weeks in a row.
1: I remember the first week I was wearing shorts. And yes. Like a, yeah, oh, God, and how the sea seasons shirt. change, how the seasons yeah, change. Certainly not now.
0: I thought um, I thought you might be interested to hear some stats, Rob. I would. How many people be. do you think have listened in total to the podcast? Oh, well, okay. I tell you what. I can't tell you how many people. I can tell you how many times it's been listened to. Oh yeah. What do you reckon? Oh, I'm not sure. Higher or, or lower than 1500 listens.
1: Oh, the way you're implying, I'm hoping it's higher.
0: But you would be correct. Is it? At the time of recording, it is 1,741 listens, Wow, which is flipping marvellous. It is, yeah. Would you like to know, in reverse order, the top three most listened to podcasts? Oof. Oh, yes, definitely. Uh, number three, uh, at number three, because I couldn't possibly have them at number one, because one of them would have a much bigger head than he already has, <laughs> uh, at number three, playing for Town in the 2000s, in the noughties in the 2000s, uh, with Neil Baker and John Underwood. Lovely. Great stuff. Uh, that has been so far listened to 216 times. Wow. Um, number two, Ascot United and the Racecourse Ground Redevelopment with Neil Richards. Wow. 237 times. And at number one, what do you think? From roll, please. Um, what do you reckon? <laughs> Ooh, I reckon it might be the Maidenhead one. There's lots of uh, uh, Oh, uh, lots no, of vans, not no? quite, not quite, no. Um, uh, clearly, we haven't quite tapped into that Maidenhead market. Okay. So, um, perhaps perhaps next year. Perhaps next year, yeah. We will crack Maidenhead next year. <laughs> um, no, number one is Leaving Finch Hampstead Road with oh, Mark Ashwell. Yes. Now, of course, that was podcast number one. Yep. Uh, but there are a lot of, uh, you know, sum- exiled Sumas across the world. So, Absolutely. So 312 listens. So Wow. Um, magnificent. Obviously, all of the other podcasts are excellent as well. Um, so I'm sorry for not mentioning them all. And one final thing when we're talking about stats. I wondered, do you know the top city for listens to our podcast? Could it be Reading? No. No? It's more boring than that. Bracknell. No, that's really exciting. <laughs> I mean, Reading's exciting because it's yeah. in Berkshire. More boring. What's massive? London and next to Berkshire. Bar- yeah, London, <laughs> okay. boring. Yeah, but I suspect it's all those commuters. Yeah. Can you imagine all those commuters on on their South West Railways train, exactly. South Western Railways train, or their GWR train, or the Tube Damn. in London, laughing at you and I, having little moments of banter <laughs> exactly with each other, yeah. shouting Lovely the answers them. to quiz questions yes. on the, <laughs> Brown, the underground. Uh, yeah. 1896. <laughs> marvellous if it sounds like a party atmosphere because we've worked hard on this podcast it's not easy to do despite the way we make it appear straightforward and simple there's lots of bits of paper lots Mm -hmm. of last minute changes and where rob realizes that i've missed entire words out of sentences (laughs) in the script so it's all good fun um a handful of where people have listened united kingdom United States, 5.1%. United Kingdom was 92.2%. I mean, it's good. It's on the island. Exactly, what yeah. you want. You've got to keep it on the island. Uh, Belgium, 0.7%. Hello, Belgium. Spain, 0.4%. Wow. How do you say hello in Belgium? In Belgium? What I'm about Spanish? Sure. I'm not sure. Hola. Hola. <laughs> Hola. Um, Guten Tag to Germany, 0.2%. Uh, Netherlands, uh, mm, it's a bit French and a bit... German, isn't yeah. It, so Hong- is Belgium actually? So, okay. yeah. Bonjour. Yes. Let's not let's not offend anyone. 0.2%. <laughs> Thailand. I think that will be Mr. Bat. Yeah. Uh, 0.2%. Au revoir. No, that's goodbye. Bonjour, Bonjour. to France. 0.2%. Yeah. I'm not going to do an Irish accent. 0.1%. <laughs> and Jersey. 0.1%. Oh wow. That might be uh, that might be the Jersey Bulls listening in, there trying to go. get the inside track on, on the barstool like that, Yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, I don't suppose you really care that most people listen on Apple Podcasts uh, or their mobile phone, do you? That's the other stats I've got. So. There you go.
1: Um, that was comprehensive.
0: Marvellous. marvellous. Well, I, I do like to uh, to cover every base. Absolutely. And um, We may well have some reader questions later. We'll see how many came in. Oh, okay. Probably none. <laughs> right. I only did it half an hour before we recorded, so we'll right. see. We'll see.
1: Okay. All right, then. Well, if you'd like to contribute, ask a question, offer a correction, or simply rave about the podcast online... And you can find us on Twitter and Instagram, at fi Berkshire, Facebook by searching Football in Berkshire, and of course you can re- visit, the re- visit the website, www.footballinberkshire.co.uk. It would also be great if you could give us a rating and a review on your podcast app to help get
0: more people listening. Let's tell you a little bit about today's podcast, um, the final podcast of the series, uh, we've had some great guests so far in this last 10 weeks from Lauren Bruton, Rob Jones, Paul Gutteridge, Andrew Batt, Pete Browning, Steve Stairs, Mark Ashwell, Neil Richards, Steve Jinman, Neil Baker and John Underwood. And you can go back and listen to those pods at any time. This week, however, um, I, I went off on a bit of a... I I, I would say sort of almost a a wistful nostalgic memory of of this week's guest being in charge of uh, both Farnborough and Bracknell Town. It's Alan Taylor. It's the one that everybody has been waiting for. Um, So let's have a listen. Hi everybody. Um, I am very, very pleased to welcome Alan Taylor onto the Berkshire Football Stories podcast this week. Alan, how are you doing? Very well, Tom. Yeah, good to see you. And you, thank you. It's been a long, long time. Yeah, and how I many? How I many years? I mean, six years, something? something. like that. Quite well. I also. I it almost feel. I almost feel bad because I think it, maybe it was even that last Taunton game before you before Taunton, you finished up. And that, I think it was Taunton. Yeah. And that, that's yeah. That, That's 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 probably a decade. That's that's nearly ten years. Is ago, it really? Which which, uh, which feels almost shameful for for someone who you know will come onto this someone who kind of shaped yeah. my involvement in the game a little yeah. bit. Um, I've been really excited to, to, to get you on here, um, and I know a lot of audience a lot of our audience has been really excited to speak to you as well. Yeah. So um, I'm going to kind of talk about your time as the Bracknell Town manager. Um, maybe a little bit about Farnborough as well, yeah. um, if you can remember that far back.. Yeah. steady. <laughs> <laughs> and so I just I, I wanted to say this is probably something you don't know, when Mark Tallentire and Clive Tallentire stepped down? i just started following Bracknell in that period, and I worked in the Balfour News Agency in Priestwood Square in oh, Bracknell. I
2: didn't know that.
0: And um, Dave Mile, uh, the late Dave Mile, was a regular customer, he'd come up, and he was probably washing the team kit, now I come to think about it, in the laundry next door. And he came up, but I knew he was involved in the club, and I think he was—he may have been the chairman at the time, or just stepping down. And I, he, I said to him, as a, as a kid, I said, oh, Dave, do you know who's gonna be the manager? And he said, well, yeah, we've we've got this guy lined up. Um You've probably heard of him, uh, Alan Taylor. No, not a clue.
2: <laughs> <laughs> not a clue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: But as it turned out, your appointment was just the start of, <coughs> of a big five or six years for the club. And how how did you get involved in managing the club? How, how did, did they approach you? How did it happen?
3: Yeah, I'd, I'd packed up managing I'd, I'd after... Twelve years at Farnborough sort of thing, yeah. and I, I dabbled a little bit to help a couple of people out or, or other clubs and that. But um, I had a phone call. Funny enough, I was I was shopping in Reading, <laughs> and I had a phone call. I remember I was in John Lewis, and uh, I had a phone call, and it's Chris Nixon,
0: yeah,
3: because uh, he knew of m- me through Farmborough, yeah. He had a good contacts there, and he sort of said, "Would I come and have a chat?" And to be honest, I had no in, no real intention of getting back involved, but. To it. Chris, being a bit of a salesman as he is, <laughs> sold the club to me. Yeah. And, um, you know, being a local club and everything, I thought, oh, you know, why not? And and just, just like that at the time. But it turned out to be a great decision. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it.
0: So were you Bracknell-based at the time?
3: Yeah, I was living in, in... I've lived in Bracknell for... Even when I was manager at Farnborough. Yeah. I was living in Bracknell.
0: Oh, wow, okay. I didn't... Do you know what? I didn't know that, I yeah. must admit. Yeah. Um So Chris had kind of sold the club to you because it, then it was that at the time it would have been new ground coming up um, at the time I seem to remember in the papers at the time it was new ground in sort of two, three seasons unfortunately that kind of ran and ran and ran didn't well it? that was yeah.
3: one of the big attractions he'd, he'd, yeah. he'd, he'd, he'd sold us anybody would be interested in yeah. a, a new stadium but it was his enthusiasm I've got to say that really got him in he, he's a very enthusiastic yeah. guy and he did a really good job and, and you know, I'm glad he did
0: and, but also, that, that season, Bracknell were in what, what were, you would call the Isthmian League uh, Division 3 at the yeah, time, because there, there yeah. were four divisions in, in, that, yeah. in that area at the time, and um, so Bracknell were in Division 3, and they were undergoing a restructure at the end of the season with the leagues, and I, I believe it was possibly the top ten went up?
3: Yeah, so it, it's so, going to be the top six, and they split it more, it changed yeah, as it went yeah. on, yeah, but I can't remember where we went, I think we finished... Oh, I'd
0: have to. Oh, do you know what? I'm sure we
3: finished second or, or third or something like that that first season. Yeah, it was, it was certainly yeah. well in um,
0: yeah. well in there. Obviously, at the time, you'd have been aware Bracknell had been the previous season to the first round of the FA Cup. Very much. You yeah. had you had Clive and Mark who were, yeah. who, were who were who were favourites of, yeah. of the club at the time. So you had some big shoes to fill. Was that something that you considered?
3: Um, yeah, I mean you have you have to believe you can do the job. But I mean, yeah. you know, they they done really well and to reach the, the FA yeah. Cup as they did from from the status that at the time was, was tremendous you know but um, Chris made it clear that you know he wanted to make a change yeah and I'm just you know he said to me that it was all like they you know, whether they were happy or not at the time I don't know but it happened and it, it went on from there
0: Um. obviously in that preseason you always had a number of, their, of Clive and Marks players yeah. probably came preseason training you brought in a lot of players yourself as well yeah. How did where did you know those those players from? Because you had the likes of Gavin Smith, I remember, who was who was suspended <coughs> in the first first couple of games. I remember reading a report, this is all off the, the yeah, top yeah. of my head. But you brought in a few players at the time as well.
3: Yeah, I think Gavin, Gavin Smith came from Fleet or somewhere like right. that at the time. But yeah, there was a lot of regular players there, like Ben Edwards, Danny Oliphant, Steve yeah. Nesbit, Nebit and all them, you know, who were good players. Yeah. Good players and but they probably felt part of the other the old regime as well. Which happens anyway, especially yeah. at non-league yeah. level. Players tend to follow managers around, and that's that's how and what the players who came to join us at the time.
0: Uh, and so, and, but off, and off some of those, you know, you you obviously you started the season, and did you believe at the start of that season that you could that you were going to get up? Um, I don't know really because I didn't, I'd never worked at that
3: level before, yeah. so I didn't really know or have have a preconceived idea of what the, the opposition would be like. But you know, you learn after half a dozen, ten games, something like that. And we 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 started pretty well, and we gradually grew into have the belief, and the side evolved during that season. Yeah. The squad, some some people left, you know, and that which is natural. You yeah. get that change. But we 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 developed as the season went on. We evolved.
0: Who was your assistant at the time? I couldn't. I was trying to find this out, and I couldn't. Tony Calvert. Oh, ah, okay. Yes. Tony
3: Calvert was number two. Tony was really, really good. He, he was player assistant. Yeah. And he played for Aldershot and Farnborough and he was a brilliant footballer. I, it, yeah, I remember
0: it, even even at, um, even later on when he kind of made a bit of a comeback, and yeah. he, you know, at sort of forty five or something like that, you yeah. can see he was clearly. Yeah, he'd,
3: he. You know, he, he was a great character, Tony. Yeah. A really good footballer, could have played at a much higher level, and he was a really good assistant as well. You know
0: he went on to manage a couple of clubs locally as well yeah. himself didn't he yeah he did um, uh, Wokingham certainly and yeah. uh, I believe Ash United in New yeah. Hampshire as yeah. well so, um, that season obviously promotion at the end of the season um, kind of expected but then in the summer that's, that's suddenly a jump up of, of effectively two divisions mm. was that something that, that
3: yeah we went into if I believe, remember correctly we went into Ryman 1 yeah one, I
0: think it was 1 South I think 1 South
3: and um, which was a good level yeah uh, and we done really well we had a good season i think we finished about 7th or
0: 8th uh, ah no this so this this that 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 was the following that season that was the following season so the um, first season we just about survived yeah, that's survive right you're the right final.
3: then we the following <laughs> season after we, do, we, we did we had very a tough well. season because i remember you guys at I think we have, we're, were the tooting, way, tooting and Mitchell away. Tooting, yeah, away. Yeah, I've still got a picture at home as you're on the picture now. You know, yeah.
0: It, that that final day of that season, the two I think it was a two thousand and two oh three season because yeah. the start of the season it was White Leaf at home. I, I remember this yeah. vividly because yeah. I'm thinking, these are teams I've never heard of. Yeah. You know? yeah. I mean, it was nil nil that day. Yeah. Uh, on a scorching hot day. Yeah. But what, I guess what I remember about it is is we were we were very close to a lot of these teams, but somehow we were down the bottom. Yeah. And just on the final, we I think we were two nil down. Yeah, and then James Glynn scored a couple of goals. He yeah. was, he was a player I never heard of again. <coughs> yeah, after after he stopped playing for Bracknell. No,
3: to be fair, I know because he he'd been at Wickham. Right, as a young lad, and he was he was a coach as well. But from some, I don't know what he did really. I don't, you know, yeah. he sort of faded out of football, which was a shame. Yeah,
0: he, he was an absolutely smashing player. Good player. Really, really, really good was. player. Yeah, that was a
3: learning big learning season that yeah. that one for us all.
0: It was. It was as you say. It was a big step up. Step yeah. up. And we'll talk about some of the players in a little while. Yeah. But you know, you had some. You had some good players in that team. A couple of other key points. Obviously, where you can't. We can't talk to Alan Taylor without talking about Barnett at home in the FA Cup mm. that 2003-2004 it would have been um, fourth qualifying round of the FA Cup That yeah. I think that that season was the was the season that absolutely sealed it as yeah. a I'm going to be a non-league fan forever yeah, I'm gonna yeah. be a non- because yeah. you had Barnett at home in the FA Cup with yeah. 1500 people that, yeah. that sort of thing and then you had the County Cup on yeah. the final final game of that season, yeah. which I still rate as one of my biggest, the Bucks and Bucks Senior yeah, Cup, yeah, it was on to Chesham. I think that was
3: the only time the club had made the final with the Senior. The, the, I think it may well senior, have been. Yeah. We, it was played at uh, Adams Park, yeah, Wickham, Wickham against won, Chesham. yeah. And we didn't really turn up on that day. No. We, we 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 didn't do so well. But the Barnet game was a good memory for everybody. I mean, we should have won that game.
0: I, I yeah, there, there was no reason why why, <laughs> why Bracknell couldn't have. Gone on and, and, no. and, and done something in that again because I didn't think Barnet were that much better. No, Martin me. Allen I
3: think was in charge of that. Yes, he was, was. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And, uh, do do you, West Ham connections? Is Martin someone you would you'd speak to? Or?
3: Um, I'd known him from when I was at Farnborough, partly because we played West Ham one year when Harry Redknapp was manager. Right. we played them one in a pre-season friendly, and Martin was playing, and I just got briefly to know, him, but didn't know him really well. Yeah, but he was quite a character and he was a good guy. <laughs> a good guy, you know.
0: And kind of kind of bringing that many people to the ground was that? Did you expect such a big crowd that day?
3: We, no, I think we thought we'd get four figures. But yeah, yeah. So it was, 1500, was fifteen
0: was it? it was. It was between. Was sort it? Of, I think it was roughly between 1,250 yeah. and 1500.
3: Yeah, no, I think we gave a good account of ourselves Certainly as well indeed, on yeah. the day. You know, should have won it to be fair. It, I think
0: it was one nil at half time, yeah. If I remember rightly, and yeah. then came out and uh, poor old Unders. I know John Underwood got <laughs> an own goal. <laughs> in, uh, I've spoken to Neil and Neil Baker and John Underwood on the podcast yeah. a few weeks ago and I know um I know they mentioned it and uh, poor old Unders. I think you'd said keep it or keep it tight for yeah. a few minutes and then <laughs> yeah. in it goes. And it's yeah. just one of those things, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah,
3: that's right, come off his left foot.
0: Um, obviously, I, we, you know it could have been another first round, and at, at suddenly, suddenly at that point, Bracknell, it looks like. Do you think at that point, Bracknell could have gone on and done something bigger? Because it all kind of changed. <coughs> we had another season where where. Finished quite high in the league, mm. and then two thousand four oh five it switched to the Southern League.
3: That was the turning point. Yeah. When, when we got switched to the Southern League, I think I thought we were on the right lines. Yeah, in the Ryman League, we you know we we would really we were established at that higher level in yeah. in the Ryman League, and we could have gone on to bigger and better things if they hadn't changed. Yeah. It, it was a real hard, tough ask for the the, the players. Yeah. to have to travel as much yeah. as they did to play. We was going to places like Sutton Coalfield yeah. and that, you know. <laughs> Yeah, and it's it's interesting because I was reading an article in the paper with Neil Baker and John Underwood yeah. at the weekend in the non league. They said they had the same when they were at, at, at Godalming. Yeah, you know they were traveling. They couldn't ask players to, to, yeah. to travel all these places and give up the whole day. Really, you know, when when they had full time jobs to do. Yeah,
0: and because of course you you had you'd built a team based on playing. Teams around London, around the M25, yeah, yeah, which you yeah. know, isn't always the most pleasant of journeys, but no. it's certainly a lot closer than, than say, Bedworth or, um, yeah, or Stourport, and somebody you know you going yeah. to the Midlands every. And they were week. two and a
3: half, three hour, yeah, each way journeys, yeah. and it,
0: you know. And it, so, do, you obviously you kept the squad together. Mm. How did you manage to do that at that point? Um,
3: camaraderie, I suppose. Yeah. You know, they were they were a pretty tight tight bunch of players. We'd always worked on the fact that players, it's yeah. good to have a good team spirit. Yeah. A bit like John and uh, Neil had got at Slough at the moment. Yeah. They, they put a lot of credence on that. And we had the same, you know, a lot of loyalty. But I know, you know, people like Stuart Hammonds used to come and travel yeah. from where he was living in, near Stephenson.
0: Stevens, yeah, yeah. And coming
3: over to play for Bracknell, it's sort of unheard of when you, you'd think a, a club like Bracknell would be based with all local players. Yeah. He'd come and have a two and a half hour journey, yeah. then had another two and a half hours on top yeah. to get to Bedworth, as you yeah. say, or somewhere like that.
0: I, I remember there, there was one one summer in <coughs> particular, and and um, I can't remember exactly which one it was, but Hammer was gonna was had said he was he, he was leaving, mm. and because obviously the the league were changing and yeah. all that, and I, I seem to remember that a lot of the players turned around and said, "Actually, we're okay with you staying. You don't have to train." Yeah, or you, or yeah. you know, you don't have to drive all the way over yeah. for training. I, re- I remember that being a. It oh, was,
3: he, he was a brilliant, brilliant character. And yeah. as you, you just said, you know, he had that. And that uh, burden of a Saturday, travelling yeah. all that way, then the, 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 to the away games. Yeah. On top of that, two nights a week tra- 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 travelling yeah. over for training. And you just couldn't ask him to do no. it. It was totally unfair. And, and then, uh, you know, he was editor of the uh, non-league newspaper. Yeah. And it, that took up a lot of his time, as you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, kind of that, you know, that switch to something again. The, I think the thing, do you know what? I think the, the one game that always stands out for me, do you, do you remember went down to Bashley? Away and they were romping away with a league.
2: Yeah,
0: and they had they had two big ball blokes at fullback, yeah. left back and right back, and two big ball blokes up front. And all <laughs> yeah. they seemed to do was yeah. leg it down either wing, yeah. pass it into the striker, and yeah. it, there was just nothing. Yeah, I don't nothing. remember that game. No? Oh, no, it's one it? that always was it, it. I think yeah. it was four nil in the New Forest, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it, it, yeah. And it always stood out for me because it's just like almost just watching on as a fan. It's like you kind of go you go all that way as a fan. And actually, I think this is testament to what to your character and what and what you have done at the time, in in that went all that way. And it, as a fan, should be absolutely furious that yeah. we've lost yeah. and we've had and and the manager has had no way of kind of dealing with what they were. But we you yeah. just looked at it and went, "Look, Al, Al, Alan's got the best squad he can here. Yeah. This is we just had no way of And sometimes you just have to go.
3: Well that is the life of a non-league fan isn't it really and like you guys were you know the group of you just went everywhere Yeah, and I don't remember any (laughs) complaint. maybe you you did but you know you you lifted people with with your attitude as much as we tried to lift you and that you know
0: I think the only one where we had the ump if I remember rightly was the Sandhurst FA Cup game at home Yeah, and uh, they had Mark Anderson playing for them, and uh, I think I think Bracknell were absolutely useless. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you know, playing a team from from a division below in uh, reverse, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and and got and got beat, and just just yeah, I think that was that was that was one day where we (laughs) uh, we'd all probably got up on the wrong side of bed or something. That wasn't bad.
3: One out of a few. That was pretty. You must have been very patient. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: but this is the thing. So, so I think (coughs) I think you fostered a team culture. And a, and a team where the players would all come in and talk to everyone yeah. after the game, win, lose or draw, there was no no one was hiding.
3: Well, it's it's, it's funny. I think you know. I, I remember one one particular game in years before that at Farnborough. We were yeah. we were away to Morecambe last day of the season, and um, it's one of the biggest lessons I learned, that we we had to go up there to get a point mm. to stay up in the conference that season. But there was there was a, an equation. There was about three or four teams, Telford, or various mm. who could have all gone down. But we went to Morecambe and we got there by coach on a, quite a long journey, as you know. But when we got there, the supporters, there were loads. There'd been about three or four coach loads went up. And they were all they, in the bar, yeah. in the clubhouse. So I said to the boys, go in and see them. Go in and see them and just say hello to them and shake yeah, hands. Yeah. And get a togetherness, build a togetherness with them. And whether it was two or 300 or, or 6 or 10, yeah. you know, I think that's an important thing that, that you make the supporters feel... Part of yeah. the event and part of the club, part of the fabric, really. And
0: yeah. um, obviously, you went through that. We, you know, there were there was there was there was some tough times. There were some there was some great times as well. But 2007, <coughs> you decided to retire. Mm. Was that what? What was behind that? Did you sort of just add enough? Or um, just, I think
3: we'd probably come to the end of the term. I was finding the travelling yeah. as well <laughs> with because my job had changed at that right. time, and I was travelling to Essex every yeah. day. Which a bit Stuart Hammond in reverse yeah, really, yeah. but John was John was. There. I think we had a meeting yeah. and, and John decided John took over, and um, it, it just went on from there really. You know, I'm, I I think I'd done something like 250, 300 games.
0: So yeah, so it was it was. I mean, it was a good. I think it was a good six years. Yeah, six, and, six and six after
3: twelve years previously at the father yeah. and, and then six days. Yeah, it 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 does take its toll on you a little bit, you know. So. But,
0: I guess it becomes more difficult for you to find players that are going to improve things. Yeah, and it?
3: there's an old saying I remember. I was always told when I was a kid growing up football, players only should really listen to a, a, a one voice for four or five, five seasons. After yeah. that, you're saying the same thing, and
2: yeah.
3: it don't. <laughs> so you need to rotate it. Yeah. And um, but with the with the financial situation at Bracknell, you couldn't rotate the yeah. squad so easily. And 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 didn't have the young players to to put in so much at the time.
0: So, so talk, talking about that kind of financial situation, obviously you had players paying on paying them a wage, weren't you? you were paying, <coughs> paying them yeah. at times, so or whatever that would have been, and and that obviously went up and down depending on at times, I guess FA Cup runs yeah. and, and things like yeah. that. And yeah. I remember at one point um, the budget had been cut. Yeah, completely Yeah, um, and I remember Stuart Hammonds ringing me because I was at university at the time yeah. to tell me and that, that's kind of that's part of that bond that you, yeah. that you because he rang me to tell me so yeah. that I, did, I didn't find out off off anybody else but yeah. it, it, that must have caused that must have caused you all, all amounts of pain because you've got you've got These players who you've invested in and probably are are, are friends of yours as well at this point, and and you've got to let some of them go. Yeah,
3: it it was, and that's it. All adds up into the. But you know, we all understood it was such a tough time for the club, anyway. And I know Chris really did his absolute utmost to try and keep it together. But it just, I suppose, it had run its course. Really, yeah.
0: Um, I guess it did allow you to bring some players through, though. Yeah, you, you did. Yeah. You, you did. You were sort of almost forced into. Was it something you wanted to do to bring through young players?
3: Well, I always believed you should. I yeah. mean, you know, I mean, I, th- I still think it's, it's a case with whatever division you're in now, Premier yeah. League or yeah. or Ryman League. Now it's the same thing. If you can bring local players through it, you, you sort of foster a better uh, atmosphere with the, with your supporters and that, I mean, they, they want to come and see local yeah. boys.
0: Um. So yeah, so as, as I say, you kind of you kind of retired at the end of that season. Mm. When the next season started, what was that like for you?
3: Funny, <laughs> <coughs> I didn't miss not having a, to rush home on a Tuesday, and Thursday yeah. night from Essex to go training and, yeah. and stand out in the freezing cold. But uh, the Saturdays, the, the the actual game, yeah, being involved, well, yeah, you miss it. I mean, it yeah. took a few years. And probably truth be known, I still do. Yeah, yeah. Still, you still. And you always. The, the older you get, the more you look at it and think, "Oh, I could have done that better," yeah. but you couldn't. But uh, it's just a natural instinct that you yeah. do that, you know.
0: Did you? Did, were there any offers after?
3: Yeah, yeah. But I, I just, I just decided I didn't want to. Yeah. Um. I because I, I loved it at Bracknell and I would loved it at Farnborough and I didn't think I could ever get that feeling. Yeah. in In again, you know, we had Bracknell was a, a, a smashing club, a nice friendly club to be involved with you know like as you say with you you guys yeah it was it was full of nice people and, and everybody yeah. wants to be around good people
0: and um, uh, during during your period you, you had um you had quite a good friendship with was it was steve corduroy steve corduroy yeah yeah at Town, and you used to get the odd stains player coming through how did, how did that develop
3: uh, steve had played for me right okay. y- y- years earlier and he's one of the players i'd always had a Uh, Sorry, the the fellow managers. You have you tend, I suppose everybody's the same. As a group of managers, you 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 stay in contact with. And Steve was one of those, and always used to speak to him regularly. You know, and he 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 was managing Staines, who were at a high level. And if you had a player of a, he'd phone me and say, "Look, would you be interested?" And we said, "Yeah."
0: I I literally can't think of a single player that we got in at the time, off the top of my head. No, no. There were a couple. There were a couple of excellent, excellent players you did get. (coughs) You did get from Staines. Um, and I think, if I remember right, that that link did carry on a little while after mm. you after you finished yeah. as well, yeah. which was it was it was great because you had you had kind of a couple of players who perhaps needed some minutes to prove themselves, and you got yeah. those guys in, and, yeah. and they tended to do to do very well. I do I do remember um, Neil Selby, yeah, who uh, yeah. who obviously came to play for Bracknell, yeah, great lad, but. Yeah. Um, he, I, I seem to remember, we we'd been to to Wheat Park, and it was it was nil nil, and he, he popped up and scored the winner for them. You yeah. just thought, and then he comes and plays for you. You think, right, okay, here we go. Yeah. This we've got a yeah. proper centre forward. I think
3: he, he was also friends with a couple of our yeah. lads, which is back to that old yeah, you know, subject. <laughs> little cross links, they they matter really, you know. But yeah, he was a good he was good, but was lucky to get in. Yeah.
0: Um, so that's kind of like the, the the timeline of how it how it kind of went. Was there anything I've missed? Do you think?
3: No, um, I don't think so. I mean, you know, the the, the high the highlights and the low lights. Yeah. Really, I mean, fortunately, I think the highlight. You, you always remember the highlights better in yeah. you know, a better light, but the, the 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 low lights sort of stay with <laughs> yeah, you longer.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I just, I uh, just occurred to me. I, I was going to. I meant. I've written down the county cup here, and that but that county cup final. I think is possibly the most disappointed I have ever been.
3: Me too. Yeah. Um,
0: poor performance on the day. It, wasn't well, it, it wasn't. And obviously, Unders got injured. Yeah. Um, and that was effectively the end of his. Yeah. Of his of his career, really. That, we that
3: we year. we 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 punched above our weight a bit in that competition. Yeah. We yeah. we. Well, I think we in the semi final was it Slough we. We, yeah, we beat, was. and a, a bit like the the uh, England rugby team, that was our final in yeah. many ways. We yeah. beat, no expected us to beat Slab, but we did. Yeah, and we peaked. I think, yeah. and in the final, although it was a big occasion, we would had our final that, in the semi-final. Yeah. like England it, did against the All Blacks. Yeah.
0: It, it, I just I think that that final. I think what was, <coughs> what annoyed me more than anything was the incredibly muted celebrations of Chesham. Mm. I think we, because we we all had we all had face paints. We all had quarters on our. All done face paints. We'd we'd gone. We'd got a coach. We, you know, there were, and we we were ready. And if we'd won that competition, which people would call some sort of Mickey Mouse competition at the time, I don't agree that that is what it is anymore with the the way they've structured it. But at the time, it wasn't a big competition. But. If we'd have won it, you'd, you know, you would have had a pitch invasion at least. Yeah, no. I know. So I, I always felt it was a real shame. Yeah,
3: it was a shame. It was a shame. We just didn't turn up no, on the day. unfortunately. And as you unfortunately say, not. poor old John got a yeah injury. You know,
0: and um, I wanted to ask you about some of the players that you yeah. had at Bracknell at the time. And um, was it, you know, we've discussed Stuart Hammonds, yeah. Um quite a character. Uh, you know. Personally responsible largely for my own yeah, media yeah, career because yeah. um, I asked him for a, <laughs> a bit of work experience yeah. and I ended up staying there for yeah. for quite a long time. But a um, couple of players I noted down, obviously Baker and Underwood. Yeah, um, you knew those. Guys, so Neil joined, I think, in the summer that you when I came went to went to Bracknell. And I found out about John Underwood on the back of the Bracknell News because we didn't have proper internet then. So, a big picture of him on the back. Yeah,
3: going back, yeah. Well, Neil Neil would play, they they were both regulars for me at at Farnborough. Yeah. But Neil, actually, Neil's dad was a player for me. Right. Keith. Uh, Keith. Yes. Who was a brilliant footballer and one of those defenders who never ever got booked or anything. Yeah. And actually, Neil Neil come along. Neil had been a, a young YTS player at Wickham. But then he'd come and come to farm, I think, because of his dad and of everything. And he made his debut up at Southport one day. And he he fitted straight in and he he played many games there. And John was the same. They were two really, really solid players, good characters, as they are proving now in their management, which they're doing a fantastic job at Slough. And I can only see them both going on to bigger and better things.
0: Hopefully with Sloughers, well because hopefully know, with Slough, yeah, there's every chance that, that at the end of the <coughs> season, you know, we could see Slough in the National League. I do really. you
3: know, you, you, you know, they've been. I know they've had offers. They've been tried yeah. to get tempted away, but I think it's it's a good decision to stay there. Yeah, certainly for now.
0: Um, John Palmer mm. was. I remember you. I remember being. At, I think again, Whiteleaf away at the end yeah. of one of the seasons, yeah. and you said, "Look who's been on the team sheet yeah. every game." Yeah, and it made it. He, his joining the club because. He he was at Lewis, he if was, I remember yeah. right. Lewis were one of those teams that we never got anything out of. Yeah. No. Home or away, Absolutely. wherever it was. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> just, yeah. You just knew you were going to get yeah. beat, but you go there and, and do your yeah. do your very best. How did that one come about? I think I know vaguely the story it, that he, about it.
3: To be fair, he was a mate of Hamos. Right. Again, this is that getting back to that yeah. links and links within links and that, you know, and Stuart said to him you know, he was looking for a club and he said, Come to to, to Bracknell. And he joined us, you know, and he started off like an absolute oh, train. yeah. And we thought, wow, wow. you know, is what we got here. But he did sort of. He, I think, in a way, he, he came to the level. But he was really good player, good player, and a good character.
0: I remember. Um, I remember there was a game at Windsor, if I remember rightly, and uh, there'd been a bit of a kerfuffle in the tunnel at one point, and um, yeah. someone said John Palmer swung a punch, and I thought, I thought. No chance. No, he didn't seem that. that no, sort of player say, he, and, wouldn't,
3: he wouldn't. He say boot or a goose, <laughs> <will> he?
2: <laughs>
0: But he obviously he took the team up to a slightly to a slightly higher level yeah. when when he came in, and that, yeah. and that unfortunately, I think it, it probably, as you say, it probably just tailed off a little bit <coughs> towards when he left. But he, he went on and carried. You know, he played for Godalming and yeah. and, and with, yeah. with Neil and Neil yeah. and John, so. But he that that was as you say yeah that's the story that I remember it being and being a friend of of Hamos, and coming yeah, along. Yeah. Did did you have to work hard to sign him in the summer because he was kind of on loan, we, wasn't he?
3: Yeah, we did. He, he he played hard to get actually. Right, okay. He, he really did play hard <laughs> to bit, get, bit. which had, you know had yeah. been a good player using entitled yeah. to do so as well, you know. But we pushed the boat out to get him. Yeah. At the time, and Chris, uh, Chris was very supportive to, yeah. in helping us get him.
0: It certainly worked out that 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 following season yeah. anyway. Yeah. Um. One I wanted to ask you about. Paul Harford. Mmm. Um, I have a theory about Paul Harford, which I'll, which I'll tell you. I'll, I'll tell You, you my tell theory. me first. My, yeah. my theory about Paul Harford was that he was a bit too good. Yeah. He was a bit too good to be playing in the Bracknell team he was playing in at the time. He was picking balls out that no one yeah. else had yeah. quite... That was my theory. Yeah. Unfortunately, it just ended up looking like he, he was either lazy or just not paying attention to what was going yeah. on. And... I, it's difficult because I don't I wouldn't necessarily say things on this podcast that I wouldn't say no to his face but it's just <coughs> you know I don't I don't know the guy I can't comment on, no. on his on what he was like as a player so I'm asking you Alan. <laughs> okay
3: Paul if, if you go back with, to the beginning with Paul yeah Paul was his son of Ray Harford yes who was the assistant manager to Kenny Dougleash when Blackburn won the Premier League and he'd been manager at Fulham when I was coaching right. at Fulham I was coaching the, the young players at Fulham and Ray was the manager, and I forged a really good relationship with him. And then he left, and he left and he went to Blackburn. I left and I went, to, left, I left Fulham and I went to Farnborough. And we still stayed in touch. And Paul actually, let is show you the levels, he, he was sub for Blackburn in the FA Charity Shield against right. Manchester United. So you can see a bit where yeah. he, he must have thought, what am I doing at Bracknell? Yeah. <laughs> but he 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 had a, a bit of an up and down time yeah, and he'd come to us at, at Farnborough, and he was brilliant yeah absolutely even at Farnborough in the conference he was playing be like he was could have, he should have been playing higher uh, he's probably one of the best players I've ever ever had complex character yeah. you know but if you had once you knew him you loved him he was one yeah. of those if you looked after him he looked he, 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 he gave you everything. And I don't, to this day, I can't—I don't know how we ended up getting him, getting him. But he was a, a brilliant footballer. Yeah. Brilliant footballer.
0: I remember there was a there was a picture in the paper of him <coughs> and Hamo. Mm stood outside burtons yeah. in as i think who were were sponsoring something or other yeah. at the time and and just like them being the two big signings yeah. you thought wow okay so we've got we've got this this defender who yeah. we know really well yeah. who signed for us permanently yeah. and then you've got paul Harford who's yeah. played for blackburn rovers and you think know. wow okay and it just just didn't quite work out did it i got to,
3: I've got to say really looking back now we were very lucky to have players of that caliber yeah. come to the club and if we could have if we'd have had the finance to, to to back it up, maybe at the time, and we could have stayed in the Ryman League, etc., yeah. etc., yeah. we could have. I think we could have gone on. But things happen. You know. it's,
0: it's just the way it goes yeah. sometimes, isn't it? And um, I just so obviously we, we talked about talked about those guys. And um, you had a couple of a couple of assistant managers as well. You had Mark Tallentire was your assistant for a little Mark, while. Yeah, came Mark, back in, came Mark, back into the club. He was a real good club manager. And you also had obviously unders and and Tony Calvert who and Paul Frame. And Paul Frame. Paul Frame I've got a was question from Paul Frame for you later. Okay, so, right. Um, yeah. I've, yes, Paul Frame as well. Yeah. But you had a habit of getting these guys out of retirement. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Poor, you've got a poor old, poor old tally at Whatever, I don't know how old he is now or, or, it, yeah. or whatever. But he's he come or, out
3: of retirement a lot of times yeah. for Bracknell. <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: I mean, he scored. He's actually scored, didn't he, against, um, against <coughs> Porton Rovers? Yeah, and God, he got booked yeah. for it. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah, crazy, isn't
0: it? How, how, did, how did? How did? I, I suppose you know, this it was one of those things. We just shorter players, or.
3: Yeah, yeah, I think it was at the yeah. time. It was just one of those events that happened, you know, and, and opportunity
0: knocks. Yeah. It, it kind of it kind of continued on happening because Keith Pennicott Bowen ended up coming out of retirement as yeah. well to play a few games, yeah. think, at the age of 45 or yeah, something no, like that. Yeah,
2: amazing, so. isn't it? I
3: don't, don't know how they do it. But then, then there, as you say, there was, yeah, Neil. Uh, sorry, John. Yeah. John, and then John took over as manager. Yeah. But John, I think, you know, probably, you know, John cut his teeth on, you know, learn, you learn the hard way in those yeah. early days, like yeah. we all do. And yeah. he's gone on about better frame. He was a great uh, assistant. He was. Uh, I knew him from when he was the goalkeeper at Slough. Yeah, you know, and uh, still see him to this day. <laughs> you know, through family events and yeah. that. But
0: yeah, um, you had you had quite a number of goalkeepers as well. Um, it's some. And when I say I don't mean as in you went through them, but you had, <coughs> you had some considerable, consistently talented goalkeepers at the time as well. Martin Hutt who you kind of inherited. Yeah, um, you had uh, Andy Poyser Australian lad, yeah. Remember and, and God, and he, I couldn't remember if I'd forgotten that name. Um, and I want to say Keith Andrews. Is that, yes, is that right? I yeah, that's, he
3: yeah he, he, he come. He'd been at Southampton, I think. Right, okay. It? But going back to Martin, Mart I remember because Malcolm, was, his dad, yeah, was yeah. a club secretary at the time, and on the on the board was a really nice man. And he, yeah. he, he I remember, he used to hate watching him in goal because he used to <laughs> say. You know, I'd rather my son was a centre forward. He said yeah. every time you, you feel sorry for him if every time they let a goal in. Yeah. But great goalkeeper. Yeah. We had some, We did have some good goalkeepers. Yeah, we, we did fantastically yeah. well in yeah. goalkeeping. Yeah. In I got sense. lucky there because it's not an, not not have other. Well, having said that, well, I had, um, back at farmer um, we had Mike Taylor, right, who uh, went on to play for Birmingham for many yeah. years and he's assistant at, with uh, Northern Ireland. Yeah. And he, we got him out of the army. Oh, wow. He was Chris Farnborough being close to order shot. He come and joined us from there. But uh, I got lucky with goalkeepers rather than <laughs> having any knowledge of you know. <laughs> I don't,
0: but obviously Martin Martin got injured, didn't he? He had yeah. that horrible yeah, horrible did. injury. Um, <coughs> what was going, do, you, do you remember at all? What was going through your mind at the time?
3: What well, with his injury? Yeah, oh, it was a horrible. Yeah, yeah. I just a bit bit like what Malcolm was saying. You yeah. know, you know, you just you, you dread watching. I remember when Gavin broke his leg. Yeah. For early season, um, we were playing Ashford Town Middlesex at home, and it's the same thing. You you, yeah. you know, it's it's always horrible to see an injury of one of your players like that. Yeah.
0: Well, I was going to ask you about Gavin in a, in a in a mm. few minutes, but um, that's that same season. I've just so it's just popped into my head now. Remember what happened? now so it's that season that Bracknell stayed up uh, on the last day of the season at Tooting and Mitcham, yeah. and Martin broke his. Whatever it was, I can't remember exactly what the injury, but it was a it was a sort of lower back injury. Yeah, if
3: I it, yeah, I don't I don't know the technical one no. for it, but it was a nasty one.
0: But then you got in Lee Edwards, yeah who, yeah, who came in, and then he got injured, yeah, in the last couple of games, and then you so it might have even been in that two-team game he got injured, yeah, and then you had Callum Whitty, yeah,
3: goal. Callum, yeah, well, Callum I've was got, over never, a centre, he didn't know whether yeah, he wanted to be a centre forward or yeah. for goalkeeper, but I'm still not sure he does. He, yeah. <laughs> but, he played a game for us at, at Bromley. Funny enough, right. Away. And he, he had a blinder, yeah.
0: You know, it, it it's just and yeah, so the <coughs> thing is just talking to you now, just remembering all of these, things. yeah, Remember car bring short, him, car bring short him names and back, to me, yeah, Shorten Athletic Away, yeah, Carl Athletic Away. And you've got, um, who was the guy, uh, the manager was Roberts, um, Graham Roberts, Graham Roberts, yeah. yeah. And he described Bracknell as a pub team, and it, yeah, which, when I spoke to Neil Baker, he said to be fair at the time, it was probably true,
3: yeah, in a way. I had a bit of history with Graham Roberts, right. he was, uh. He, he was always when he was at Spurs and everything. He was always a bit of it. It he, was a hard nut when he in yeah. there, and he was, he was manager of Yeovil. Right, and when I was at Farnborough, we we knocked him out of the fourth qualifying round of the FA Cup, and I don't think he ever forgave me. You know? <laughs> but he, he, he was all right after yeah. the game. He just he, he was one of those who put on a different yeah. persona yeah. during a game. He became a you know that's how he was as a player.
0: I never really got that feeling with you. I never got that no. feeling that you were just you were just Alan.
3: Probably why I didn't make it as a player. I didn't have that <laughs> yeah. uh, that that side of me, you know, yeah. the extra competitive side of me. I always wanted to, and uh, that's why I, thought I naturally took to coaching, even probably more yeah. than playing.
0: So we talking talk briefly about Gavin. Mm. Gavin Taylor came into the side. I, he's obviously your son. Yeah. Um, did that Did that cause a problem? Did you have any thoughts about putting your own lad? Yeah. In the first. Yeah, it's team? a very
3: difficult. It's it's always a difficult situation, but you know you you have to. You know, we'd go home on a Saturday night and talk about the game. He yeah. said, "Well, you, you never say anything good about me when when I." He said, "All you do is moan at me." I, yeah. And that's—I think I've, I've seen that with other, you know, parent-player situation when the manager and the son have been in the same team. But you have to, you know, you have to perform yeah. and do it. Fortunately, he had a good. He did well.
0: It was never one of those ones where you thought he's only in there because Alan no, is he was, he was good enough, yeah. to be in that team. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, he yeah. Was, he was um, he he just seemed to be. <coughs> To be to be as good a player as, as, as was required to play yeah. at that level, and and obviously he's gone on. He's, he's working in America now. And he's, he's coaching he's in coaching. America. Yeah, yeah, he's got so the job. He
3: was at Fulham for eight years as youth team coach, yeah. and then he went. He got this job in uh, in California.
0: Here <laughs> yeah, we are sitting in the freezing yeah, cold, and right. he's sitting in the sun. He's enjoying himself. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> this is going to go like this. Unfortunately, It just occurred occur to me as well, Martin Douglas yeah so remember, remember him? Yeah. he was one of yeah. those that's yeah. come
3: down from scotland yeah and, um... Stuart how I mean, is you still in touch with him yeah oh yeah. really okay yeah i think he's he's in touch with me on facebook or right. something like that i which, have been trying to get in touch with him for which ages. i don't get involved in yeah. but i know Stuart does if you, if you speak to ammo he, i think he said he's coming down at some stage. okay so, yeah okay, no. he was a great character see if we can go and have yeah. a chat with him I don't too. know don't know to this day how he came and joined us i can't remember <laughs> but he certainly was a good player
0: um Kind of in, in a way just to kind of just to kind of round things off, obviously we talked about like the supporters at the time. Mm. Um it's something that everybody sort of says and I I always wonder if it's actually true, but you've got that kind of support, that sort of singing, you had the drum. Was that was that not just annoying or did it really
3: No, 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 you it, needed it. You need you need to know you got Yeah. You know, imagine what it'd be like to turn up with nobody. Yeah. You know. And whether it was a thousand or 10, ten, twenty or yeah. whatever, to to have that group was was important you know and as i said that photo of you yeah. guys at Tooting yeah. i've still got it indoors in my in my book <laughs> and uh, it was it was a good memory it was a good day you know you said that, you know the day that we let you down at, in the bucks and bucks fight semi in final you know you'd have you'd put face paint on and everything yeah.
0: great and See, I, I, I wouldn't call that a le- i wouldn't call that <coughs> i wouldn't say that was letting us down performance wise way-
3: on the pitch we felt we let let you down but i know what you mean you know
0: because of the way that you'd you'd fostered that culture mm. of of getting players in and talking to nobody, no, I, I don't recall. I remember everybody just being all disappointed. Yeah. I don't remember anybody pointing a finger no. and blame at anybody. No. And we still scored. Yeah, <laughs> no, there was still a goal. <laughs> <couple>. Yeah, <laughs> we got
3: one. I think I've somehow learned from my dad. Like he always said, you always talk to everybody, stop and treat everybody yeah. the same as you want to be treating, and you know always try and get. You know, always trying to get everybody's name, and with you guys, it was we all we knew each other's name. You know, you know that's probably what the beauty of non-league is all about. You know, at at the higher level, no players are just they're they're detached, aren't they, from it? Yeah, you
0: know, it it was was a great time. You know, we had had some absolutely blinding days, and and I think you know, I don't know whether you realise this, but all of these days, all of these great days out, these great memories. You know, even even myself knowing Daryl. Yeah that was because of the team that you put together. Yeah. And yeah. if it wasn't for that that never would have happened. If it no, wasn't for the fact nice. that, that we had nice. such a strong team, yeah. you know, in terms of personality and yeah. and bond, yeah. that never would none of that no. would have happened and probably no. we wouldn't be sitting here. No, still friends say, yeah. yeah. So uh, you know, I, I still see a lot of those guys <coughs> yeah. now and but that was because of the the team that you Put together, yeah.
3: But you were there behind yeah. us all the time, you know. Yeah. So it was it was on and off the pitch. Yeah. I know it's no cliche, but it was a team on and off the pitch.
0: It really did feel like that at the yeah. time, certainly, and, and
3: that's th- why we've got such good memories.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, as I say, I, I, I mentioned to you before we started that this this is the one podcast that everybody's been asking me about. When's yeah. it coming out? When's it coming yeah. out? And it's because of that 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 kind of even though it was you know we're looking at we're talking maybe fifteen yeah. years ago now yeah. because of that it yeah. was, it, it carried on yeah. so. Um, Alan, I've got a couple of reader questions. I'll say a few. Um, I will. Right. I will try and be as brief as possible okay. with these. Um, Mark Anderson,
2: mm-hmm.
0: remember Mark Anderson? Yeah. What a player! Saw him what a striker. Uh, or, uh, yeah. as well. Yeah. 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 What a what a striker. Yeah. He said, um, "Did you enjoy being a coach assistant or a manager the most?" Um, I suppose
3: you, you you push that on the success you had at the, any given yeah. time. Good question. Because when you're assistant, you, the buck don't the buck doesn't stop <laughs> yeah. you. It's easy. Um, and but you always think I could do better. You always think I could be the manager. Yeah. And I, but to be fair, I was probably assistant manager at Farmer for like 200 and odd games.
2: Yeah.
3: And I never thought I could because the manager was such a strong manager who was in, in front of me. Yeah. And I never thought I could go on and, and make those decisions. But when you're thrown into the spotlight and you have to make the decision you can't sit there and not make a decision so you've got to do it but it's a really good question so probably it, it i can cheat a little bit on that question so <laughs> depending on whether we won or lost <laughs> the games
0: um he also he just dropped me a note he said um please let alan know one of my regrets was not playing for him for a longer period yeah uh, yeah a great guy someone i admired since i was 16 year old in farnborough's youth
3: team yeah mark was probably the best finisher of any local, of the you know the areas where we've all yeah. come from, you know, Farnborough, Aldershot, Bracknell, whatever. He was the best natural finisher, yeah. and could have played at much, much higher level. Great
0: lad. Still, I believe the last player Bracknell actually paid any money for. Was it back in the day? Yeah, right. I don't know what I don't know, what the, yeah, I don't no. know whether they've, they've paid for anyone oh, since, I but yeah. I believe that was the from Aldershot when he joined from right. Aldershot. Right. Okay. However long ago yeah. that was. um Tony Hardy. Yes. Says, um, more important than anything, how was your health?
3: Yeah, I'm fine now. I've had a few scares the last few years. Uh, had a bit of a heart scare yeah. four years ago. I had cancer last year, 18 months ago. But I got you all clear, so that's good. That's good. But yeah, thanks, Tone. That's very <laughs> nice of you. I miss not seeing him on the train of the morning. Oh, just, I yes. used to bump into him on the train, but <laughs> another one of the people who stood behind us, foursquare, square, and really part of the, 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 the fabric.
0: Um. Dave Harper sent a question. I it's not one I would necessarily want to ask in the way that he's asked it. It's um, but he, so he's asked uh, the worst player you ever signed on. I'm not. I don't necessarily <laughs> want to go down that name and name oh. stuff. But was there anyone that you kind of it was sort of disappointing? We someone you you had high hopes for, and and I wonder if we've made perhaps already answered this question. But um, anybody that sort of was kind of you signed you had great hopes for, and it didn't quite.
3: Um. I can't remember actually. I can't think of anybody because uh, if I, if I did, I, 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 that would have been a failure on my behalf. Yeah. Not to have spotted yeah. it. If, if I was signing them, so that wouldn't mm. have been the player's fault. That would have been my fault.
2: Uh.
0: Um, Matt, <coughs> Matt Edwards, BK, you may remember. A yeah. <laughs> um, away to Tooting and Mitcham secured Bracknell survival. Yeah. Our many trips to Marlow uh, and yeah. the FA Cup fourth qualifying round against. Barnet what was your most favourite memory of, of of those? Which is the one that you think you would, if you're thinking back to your time at Bracknell?
3: If you can remember, we went to Bogner once when they were flying. Yeah, um, we 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 tactically we set out a, a, a new plan on the day because we knew how they'd play. Bogner were the, were the best possession side in 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 the league, and we went there and just decided to play a different shape. We played. To sit, uh, not try and get the ball and just let them wait till they gave it yeah. away. And we were fortunate enough, we got a goal, a winning goal, and gave us something to defend. Yeah. And we won 1 0. So that was a tactic, from a tactical point of view, that was an important one. Um, Whiteleaf at home, we won. Yeah. We beat Whiteleaf 10 oh, yes. yeah. 1 on a Monday or Tuesday night. I wasn't there. I was, uh, at, a you're joking. I was
0: at a fireworks thing. Oh, yeah. What, Christmas because it was thing. a night game, oh. wasn't it? Yeah.
3: yeah. And I remember the, the manager. Because he, he was crestfallen, their manager and I phoned him the next day yeah. to apologise. And I, I said to our player "Don't go celebrating and, and in their faces, and because yeah. it's bad enough to lose 10-1 they They've got to travel all the yeah. way home. Yeah. But that was a, that was the nylon an perfect performance. The Barnet getting to the Barnet game was a, a yeah. good one. Yeah, know. but there was a lot of games. But uh, you know,
0: Basingstoke home and away rings true. Basingstoke oh. home
3: and away was terrific again. Yeah,
0: it's sort of kind of um, that, that sort of. <coughs> Lee Trowbridge has sent me a couple of questions Um, one of those against Basingstoke how far do you think Adam Crittenden could have gone? Uh,
3: Oh again uh, Critts was he was an enigma Yes Critts if he really wanted to sum him up Um, probably the most skillful of a lot of the players we had Um, somebody he he reminds me of in in the professional game now I can't quite put a finger I keep seeing him in certain you know you see players within certain Mm -hmm. players but he was uh, he he just he he travelled off and never fagged and <laughs> play, he was quite happy but very good player
0: i remember him a couple of times there uh, he was he'd been on the bench i might have been Croydon athletic away and he'd come over and have a sneaky yeah. sneaky cigarette uh, while you were all <laughs> there
3: funny enough you remember funny things like you'd sit if he, if he was sub he'd be sitting on the bench and he was wrapped up yeah. to the nines, and you could never, you know, you thought, "How's he going to go and get yeah. warmed up?" And it, it takes teach about. Funny enough, you're talking about Tony Calvert. He was sub on the bench once at Farnborough, and this was the funniest thing I've ever as ever happened. He, we're, we're playing, and the manager, I was assistant, and the manager said, "Tony, go and get warmed up." And he weren't there He was sub But he weren't on the bench His wife had come down And got him He'd, lo- he'd locked her out of the car <laughs> So he'd had to go In, the, in, the, in his tracksuit And, and get, let her into the car Or
0: something <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I mentioned Lee Lee had a, a couple of other questions um, If we'd stayed in the Ryman League Do you think um, Bracknell would have got promoted um, I know we've kind of Talked about this But the, you, You'd agree the move
3: uh, 100% That was my biggest regret Um at Bracknell that we got moved from league to another league not to say we'd have won it yeah. or got promoted but as I say I think we were 8th yeah. that last season and we'd we gone to somewhere like Croydon Athletic and won yeah. who were one of the top teams who won 1-0 one, one away and we knew we were good enough to, yeah. to, to challenge whether we'd have done it or not but we are certainly good enough to challenge but it's a great question and that is my biggest regret that we got moved to league
0: one final one from Lee, and then I've got one more after this, and then we're then we're all done now. Great, no um, uh, Lee says, um, "Is there anyone that stands out? Uh, any player that stands out that you tried to bring to Bracknell but didn't quite come off?" Uh, Eric Kentonar. <laughs> <laughs>
3: no, uh, no, we did. We I, I can't really remember. We were we were pretty successful when we went for a player because mm. um, we had a we had a good reputation yeah. for being. A place where people would enjoy their football. Um, we we couldn't pay we couldn't pay the wages, and yeah. so we didn't bother going up after a lot we could have got, you know. But no, no, nobody springs to mind totally.
0: But it's it's a really good question. I remember just being, being surprised that we had a player like Enko Ekoku come oh, into to play for us he's
2: yeah. one I'd
0: just yeah. I, I knew this was going to happen all through yeah. this all through yeah. this chat with you that Yeah, pop back come in. The, the names are, yeah, uh, yeah.
3: <laughs> well Enko I mean yeah oh god gee he, Enko had been at Sutton right because his brother Ethan Ekoku Ethan yeah. yeah. played for Norwich and, yeah. and somebody else I can't remember <coughs> but I knew him through through Sutton through John Rains who was the manager there I was another friend in yeah. it and um I don't know how he came to join us, but he, he, was, he was a hell of a player. I wouldn't yeah. want to argue with him on the pitch. He was a giant, wasn't he? He, he
0: was. it was fantastic. He, he was absolutely nice brilliant. guy. And yeah. Again, fits that bill of. I still yeah. still speak to him I've I got him on Facebook, and I speak to him. Oh, yeah. oh, Not say, for a long time. Say hello
3: for me. Yeah. Say hello for me.
0: And last one comes from from Paul Frame, one of your former assistants. Yeah. Um, and I get, you know, I think it's one of those, you're going to cover this stuff throughout. But it says, Alan, there's a number of ex players now applying their trades in management and coaching. Some were obvious management candidates, some were less so. But is there a standout player that you always expected to go and manage? And what does he think those now managing would have taken from your management? Um,
3: probably one or two of the players I had at Farnborough at the time, like yeah. David Harlow, who played for England on league level and, and that, who I always thought would become a manager. And he did for a while, but I think he, he has a business and that yeah. to run. Um, John and Neil, I, I, I knew they'd have it through their the, the love of the game and their knowledge of the game. And uh, unfortunately, they were centre-hours, you know, obviously, <laughs> the field players make the best managers. But they, I, I'm so proud of what they've done. Yeah. I really am. They've done well. But um, nobody springs to mind who I, I'm su- surprised haven't... I suppose we, you go back to the name you mentioned earlier, James Glynn. He, he was a yeah. good thinker in the game. He was a deep thinker. Um, but you also you also get people who, who some, some people n- never believe they'll ever be a manager and do become managers yeah. in that, you know. Like, I didn't think John Palmer would ever want to. Yeah. <laughs> Gavin Smith has, you know. Gavin's yeah. done it. I uh, know yeah. and, and Mark Anderson has, you know. Because Mark, Mark understands the game as well, you know. But uh, no, there's there's an awful lot. Some of the names you keep coming up. I'm sure <laughs> I'll get in the car afterwards and I'll remember some names. that I shouldn't that. But
0: yeah. <laughs> I ended up um in I ended up playing for a, a fans <coughs> cricket team in a football match against the uh, must have been the Twyford something whatever. Yeah. I ended up marking bloody Simon Teague. Oh yeah, he was still as Tiggy, fast. He was yeah. still as fast as he was. Yeah,
3: well I see I see Teague now when he picks his he Near me and that and I see him picking his kids up from school <laughs> so now. He was he, he had another one with a good career. He was at Bristol Rovers, wasn't he in places Yeah, yeah, did
0: yeah. did he did yeah. uh, I was just marking, I was like, Oh God. No one else obviously knew who he no, was, was, but I he saw was him fast, I, wasn't he? good player. Uh, yeah, yeah. I just thought, Oh God, this is gonna be me for the afternoon. So, <laughs> um Alan, just to just to finish off, um quarters. What did you reckon? Was That did you Did you like the quarter kit that we oh, had? Oh, the kit. I, was, the, um... I wonder what you meant
2: for um,
3: Really,
0: no. No, <laughs> why not? What's wrong with it? It's perfect. It, no,
3: it is perfect, <laughs> yeah. but the kit we had was, was oh, god, yes, c- could yeah. be more modernized as yeah. a kit, as a shirt. Yeah, but the actual colors were terrific. I like different kits from yeah. you know, because I think it's great for supporters to stand out in something like that. Yeah. So we, we, you know, it's one of those things. We, if we'd had more money, we could have got you know, some. some yeah more modern manufacturer
0: because it was very thick I've still got. I've got one in. The, I've got <coughs> yeah. one in the car. And yeah, they, yeah. uh, you know when when we last saw each other yeah. at Daryl's funeral, we a yeah. few of us were wearing. We're that, wearing so them, I know that was lovely. But they were they were they were very thick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, no I know I like the the design. It was the manufacturer I think. Uh, I okay, I think yeah. I think they're defunct now. So we can we can. Yeah, say they're, they're in
3: they're in all red now. I think. and yeah, yeah. Yeah. So all red. I think
0: there's red red shirts, black shorts now. So is it? Yeah. Um, Alan, thank you very much for coming. Is there anything anything you wanted to say? No, if there's
3: anybody i forgot Gotten to uh, as I say, all of you guys, the supporters. It's nice to hear the questions from them, and they were thank you for for the time you gave us, and everything. It was a thoroughly enjoyable time in my football career.
0: Alan Taylor, thank you very much.
3: Cheers, Tom, all the best.
0: That was our interview with um, the legendary uh, Alan Taylor. Um, Just just one of the the nicest men, one of the nicest managers. Probably the reason that I, I kind of. I went away. I started watching non-league football uh, as a as a child. My dad took me along. Uh, it's a story that I've told many, many times. Um, but you know, it was cheap for a start, which, yeah. which massively helped. But uh, it sort of diff- drifted away as you go to go to secondary, sc- not secondary school, sixth form and, yeah. and university. But um, Alan, as the manager of, of Bracknell Town at the time, uh, just forged such a such a close knit squad and brought everybody together and. You know there was a real community around the club that existed long after he departed as well. It, mm. it was something that you know we made lifelong friends for heaven's sake. It was you know that that's where I met Daryl, that's where I met Duds mm-hmm. um, and a number of the other guys and a lot of people that are still going and watching the club and absolute pleasure to speak to him. Uh, you know, I, I, I will say no more, but just an absolute legend and thank you to Alan for his time. Absolutely right well it's quiz time. It is quiz time, Um, and we've obviously also already had a quiz about Bracknelltown, so uh, way back when we spoke to Bakes and Unders. Mm -hmm. So I think we're going to go a little bit off-piece just for this final one. Um, We're going to go Farnborough. Okay. We're going to do Farnborough, I think. Um, Of course, the question is, which iteration of Farnborough do we do? Because they've, I think, off the top of my head, there's been at least two. Okay. So they've 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 they boom. It's a bit of a boom and bust cycle, I think. But still at Cherrywood Road. So yeah. let's let's do farmer. Let's should we say the entire farmer as as one? We'll, it, we'll, we'll we'll consider them as one, um, and we'll we'll go from there. Really. So, um, question Same one. Same three questions every week. Yep. Same yes. three questions every week. Please feel free to play along at home. And I've lost my pen. <laughs> okay. Well, I right. found it. Found it. Don't worry, listeners. Okay. Please play along at home. Here we go. What was Reading? (laughs) What was Farnborough's record attendance? Question one, that was. Um... Okay, question two. What was the furthest Farnborough have reached in the FA Cup? As I say, this includes all Farnboroughs. Okay. This is not one of those moments where I'm going to. Cause I, so oh, you think you know? Do you? I, well, I don't know for certain. Okay. I don't know for sure. But there was a been a very famous, not recent necessarily, but there's it's. We'll talk about it in the uh, in the answers. Mm-hmm. Um, finally, what year was Farnborough? And I'm going. We'll, we'll say Farnborough Town because I think it was the original. We're talking about the whole of Farnborough. So, okay. what year was Farnborough Town founded? Okay, it's answers time, Rob. Okay. Back in a minute.
1: Yeah, a bit of a stab in the dark with
0: these. Right, we are back with the results. So, question one was what was Farnborough's record attendance at Cherrywood Road?
1: I've put 3,500.
0: I put 5,000. The actual answer was 4,267. Oh, wow. Well, you put you put three thousand five hundred. I think
1: you're closer by a matter of.
0: It's not a lot in it, is there? Digits, is that right? So the middle of that would be the mid would be four two fifty. Yeah. So you're. you oh. <laughs> <laughs> very very. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Uh, are we certain that I've won that? Because my I've, maths is dreadful. I think you're
1: right. Yeah, I think you're in.
0: Wow. One-nil. Okay. One nil. So the corrector correct. So, do we know what team that was against, or was it just so that uh, was against Ebb's fleet. Okay, or, United. I think it might have been a playoff game or something. Okay, right. Okay, question two. Uh, what was the furthest Farnborough have reached in the FA Cup? This was as Farnborough Town. Yeah. In the
1: 2002 2003 season. I'd actually put third round because I remembered them playing Arsenal, I think. Okay,
0: I went fourth. And yeah. It was the fourth round. It was, yeah. There was quite a bit of a furore around that game because they, do you remember they switched? They did, yeah. Switched the tie to play at Arsenal. Yeah. Um, and I, I do remember there was a there was a big old big old thing at the time because okay. uh, they they it should have been played at, at home yeah. much, but they wouldn't have got as many people in there for yeah, the home exactly. game so um, yes yeah, so the correct answer was fourth round in 2002, 2003. two thousand and two two thousand and three it's an unassailable two nil lead there you go um, however we both conferred on this last question yeah <laughs> um, because we're both very surprised what was the year Farnborough was founded now I went nineteen ten. And I went 1890. Okay. The correct answer was 1967. <laughs> yes. it's a relatively new club really to, yeah. to to have such a to such a sort of deep history as they have. Yeah. Um, it's quite a quite a thing. So yes, yeah, so uh, that makes oh, and so hang on. No, yes, you won that one. So 2-1. Two, 2-1. One. Two, one. Okay. So overall, that means the winner is yeah, Rob Davis wins series one. Thank you very um, much. I think that means because, yeah, that means it's five. It was five six three to you. No, I think it's five four actually. Five four. I think it was very. Oh, it's because I won, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. five four. Yeah, because we're not including last week because neither of us know. Well, I think still. that I think that is including last week. actually oh, it? So you know, bit of a mess up last week because yeah. we don't know. We still don't. I'm not sure we still know what the uh, record attendance was. So yeah, um, maybe one day we will find out. We're correct and, um It might be level. And you can buy me a beer. Anyway, (laughs) I need to buy you a beer. So there we
1: go. Gratefully received. Well, that is the end of Series 1. The big news is that there will be a second series. Uh, We'd love your suggestions on who should be on. We'd have a couple lined up already and can probably expect us back at the start of 2020. Uh, Looking forward to those, but you can go back and listen to all the uh, previous podcasts by searching Berkshire Football Stories on your favourite podcast app. And please leave us a rating and review and tell all your friends. Don't forget, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at FI Berkshire, Facebook by searching Football in Berkshire, and of course you can visit the website at www.footballinberkshire.co.uk. Uh,
0: just before we go, uh, sorry Rob, I, I kept almost jumping in because I was getting ready to do my bit. Okay. I, uh, but uh, we have a few thank yous to say before we depart. Firstly, a massive thank you to Ellis Woods at Flare Media for sponsoring the podcast. He's paid for us to be on iTunes, Spotify and all that. So, so kind of. uh, Very good of him. Yeah. Um, not very expensive but you know he's he's done a lot for us so. yeah so much, much appreciated please uh, go and have a look at his website please use his services uh, he's very very good he's very arty and clever yeah certainly arty and cleverer than, than than me and and dare i say it you dare you that's all right. i gotta buy your drink in a minute it's okay. fine a big thank you to all the guests who gave up their time to chat to us alan taylor lauren bruton rob jones paul gutteridge Andrew Batt Pete Browning Steve Stairs Mark Ashwell Neil Richards Steve Ginman Neil Baker and John Underwood Massive thank you to them uh, A huge thank you to Rob sitting beside me for, and joining me for this ride It's hard to believe 18 months ago we didn't even know each other We didn't, know. Very odd Very, very odd uh, Finally, thank you for listening commenting and responding Duds would be proud of it all and I hope especially he's enjoyed the last 10 weeks We'll see you soon Bye, Bye.